You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the Wall of Freedom. It's more than 220 years old, but the Constitution is as important as ever. It not only set the framework our government and legal system still follow to this day, it continues to protect the basic rights of we the people. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. God and the Constitution. That's the only way to save our country called America. Throughout the history of the world, a nation that didn't put God first has been and always will be destroyed. Man is the source of the government in the world and God's plan that he established is that truth that he put us on this planet to govern it. Yet unless we accept the fact that the highest power is God, then the government leaders, the elected officials, and the bureaucrats that are appointed will always select their interest over the holy God, over the creator that created them. You see, the downfall of our nation is preeminent. It is preeminent. It will happen at some point. Whether it's a year from now, whether it's 20 years, but at some point, America will fall unless Jesus Christ comes to this planet to change it because man cannot change it to the good of the world. The U.S. Constitution was established in 1787 with God's plan for our nation, not man's plan. See, man was being destroyed, being controlled by the world. And they stood up and said, no more. We want the freedoms and the rights that have been given to us by God. And so these patriots established a constitution of a nation where everyone in this nation can have those freedoms and those rights, even if they do not believe in God. So this is why America is presently the greatest nation on the planet. Presently, today, 
even with the politics that are going on, we're still the freest nation on this planet. So I want to ask you something. Is America turning into 1930s Hitler's Germany? So is the leadership of this country more concerned about themselves and the highlights and the money that they can make instead of the Constitution and delivering the governance of justice and rights to all the people. So I'm going to read an article to you from the Minneapolis Post. It's called the Men Post. This is from Minneapolis. And it was done on October 28th of 2020. So this is before, just before, Trump left office. And his name is Joachim Savageberg, whatever. It's on menpost.com. 1930s Germany and 2020 USA. Should we fear the parallels? And this is what he had to say. The German Fuhrer then sought to delegitimize core democratic institutions. The American president today does the same with when institutions do not serve his political goals. The courts, the electoral process, democratic opposition, even branches of the administration that do not fall in line. Remember, this is when Trump was president. This is what they're talking about. He calls the mainstream media, decries them as the press of lies. In 1930s Germany, fake news. He scapegoats minorities and stirs up hostile emotions against adversaries, which is another parallel with what Hitler did. Further, while Hitler affiliated the SA and the SS militias in his Nazi party, President Trump encourages self-recruiting militias to stand by, hostilities towards democratic countries supplemented these parallels. So these people, these insane leftist people think that Trump was doing what Hitler did. Absolutely not. What he was trying to do in his term of office was to get the country back into understanding the Constitution and the freedoms that we have. He didn't want to be a dictator. He never was a dictator. He was replacing dictators. Think about that. He was replacing dictators in the government when he was president. In today's America, millions are on the losing side 
of an increasing globalized economy and IT revolution, deprived of lines of work that had been a source of pride since the Industrial Revolution. What he is saying is during that time frame, the people of this country could not live the American dream because of Trump. They too feel humiliated and insecure, let down by politics and ridiculed by cultural elites. Elites? So, see, the other side thinks that we have Republican elites, which we do. Elites are elites. It doesn't matter what party you're on. You see, both parties and their billions and millions of dollars think that they know what is best for America. So I agree what he is saying. However, this country is not built on that. The country is built on we the people determining our lives. So is America repeating the downfall of nations in history where the elites eventually take over the country, which has happened in Venezuela, Cuba, all these other countries on the face of the planet, China? Are we headed down that road? Well, there was a Spanish-born, U.S.-educated philosopher named George Santayola in 1905. If you never heard these words before, then it's the truth that you haven't heard. Those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. This is what these elitists are doing to our children, our college education people. They are erasing history of the world and the United States to fill their minds in a vision of what their world should be. So let's talk about Germany in the 1930s. Let's talk about an individual that is a Holocaust survivor during that time frame. And what does he say today about what's going on in America? His name is Vera Shavara. And he said he's concerned is an elite ruling class that is godless, believing only in what is measurable and controllable. He emphasizes his faith in God as powerful weapons to combat dark agendas that have escalated beyond the comprehension of the average person. We should not fall trapped to the false light that Satan will eventually ride in to steal more souls. God's true light protects those who believe. Stop 
watching the Main Street media, Sheriff says. They're all reading from the same script. They have bombarded people with fear-mongering, which is exactly the same thing that Nazis did. That's how they controlled the population. They did it through fear. And this is what's going on with this virus thing. You know, now the monkeypox and the economy, you know, they're injecting fear in people. If they could do that, and then political-wise, whatever solution they come up with, these people will accept. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Because now they have control of these people. That is not what the Constitution of the United States is. The Constitution is we, the people, determine our lives. We are the ones that elect officials and put them in place to represent us as a whole. And because Congress is full of these massive elites that have been there for tens of years, some of them upward to 45, 50 years in that position. These are the tyrants, not the president. The president is not, even today, able to control this country at this level. But Congress can. And they're doing it. Left and right. Doesn't matter what side of the house you're on. So we're going to take a break. During the break, I'm going to play a clip from Schoolhouse Rock, which used to be a basically a com commercial advertisement on TV when I was growing up all the time. Saturday morning cartoons, etc. During the break, they played this Schoolhouse Rock government advertisement, which is awesome. Talking about how bills are paid, the Constitution, all that stuff in America. So when we get back, we're going to talk about a few bills that Congress wants to pass on teaching civics in America. So listen to Schoolhouse Rock. Be right back. about the USA? Do you know about the government? Can you tell me about the Constitution? Hey, learn about the USA. In 
We the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility. Provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty. To ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. In 1787, I'm told our founding fathers all sat down and wrote a list of principles that's known the world around. The USA was just starting out a whole brand new country, and so our people spelled it out. They wanted a land of liberty, and the preamble goes like this. We the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty. To ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this constitution. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny. We're going to talk about bills that are in Congress today for the sole purpose of teaching civics. I don't know why we got to have a bill by Congress to teach civics. Because when I was growing up, history was history. It was the truth. Why do we have to have Congress Tell the education system what to teach. Why? It's because it's corrupted. This is the only reason they're getting involved. But what is sad about this, these bills, these six bills that are in Congress today, they have been presented during Biden's administration. Only during his administration has these bills been presented. The very first one is House Bill 1814. I got all the links in the show notes. You can check it out. And it's called the Civics Secures Democracy Act of 2021. Now, most of these bills that go through the House and the Senate, if you're going to pass it, then you have a lot of people that support it. So this first bill in 11 March of 2021 was supported by 21 people in the House. Of course, 19 of them were Democrat and there were two Republicans. And this bill... If you look through it, and now I know why, 
it has not been passed and it probably will not be passed is because inside of that bill is talking about CRT, talking about the 1619 project. Nowhere in that bill does it talk about teaching our students about the Constitution and how our government is formed, which I learned, and how you as a citizen is part of civics, voting, all of that stuff. No, they want to change the history of America through civics instead of giving our students the truth, how the country was actually created, why it was created, and why it's the best country on the planet. So there's six more bills that do that. None of them, of the other five, are even close to the 20 people to support it. Some of them only have one or two, but they're on both sides. You have Republicans and Democrats. The last one that was introduced is June of this year. It's called the USA Civics Act of 2022. <laughs> Again, there's no reason, which is why they haven't been passed. That's what I want to believe to pass a bill to teach civics. It should be an automatic process of the education system to teach our young children growing today about the truth of American civics, how the country was formed, three branches of government, etc. Just like the Schoolhouse Rock ads was teaching me as I grew up. When I went to elementary school, I had to take two civics course. One for the state of Louisiana so I can understand how Louisiana functions. And two, the civics of America and how the government of America function and how citizens are ingrained in that process of government. So... I'm going to emphasize the first one that I talked to you about. Then you'll understand what these crazy people in D.C. are trying to do. So this was the first one in 11 March 2021. Civics Secures Democracy Act of 2021. So this is part of the bill, not the whole thing. The bill revises the grant program to authorize the Education Department to award grants to the higher education system colleges once every three years to establish or strengthen academic programs to promote American political thought and history political thought this is a political way of changing I was not taught civics dealing with anything political uh, civics is how a government functions. Doesn't matter what political things you believe in, how the country actually functions from a constitutional perspective. The history, achievements, and impact of American representative democracy and 
constitutional democracies globally. Did you hear that? Do I give a crap? Civics teaching my grandchildren about what the hell Europe and Germany and Switzerland, all of them are doing. I don't care about how their country functions. I care about my country and how the Constitution establishes how the government functions. So you can see this is why these crazy people are trying to pass these bills. And the means of participating in political and civic life. Political life. Not civic life. There's a difference. Politics has nothing to do with civics. The higher educations may use grants to support additional activities such as collaborate, collaborating with federal or state humanities programs and using open education resources. They want to inject civics on the culture, change civics based on culture. This is the, the, the issue. This is why they have not been able to pass any of these bills so far because culture has nothing to do with civics. Civics is a person in America understanding the Constitution, understanding their rights, understanding voting, understanding how the system is put together outside of politics. Now, where did this start? It started with Harry S. Truman after World War II and his Democrat Party controlling the minds of the people in the country. So the the bill would further reauthorize through the fiscal year of 2022 and revise or bring back the Harry S. Truman Memorial Scholarship Fund and the James Madison Memorial Fellowship Trust Fund just so they can have money to put their crazy agenda of what civics is. So there's an article in Epic Times that you can read that says conservatives vary of bills to increase civics and history lessons in the U.S. schools. Conservatives are getting the point and they're understanding that. And this is an awesome paragraph out of that article. The radicals wish to have lots and lots of anti-civics education and action civics. That word or that phrase action civics, what it really means is activism. Activism against the government, against whatever you don't believe in. That's what it is. Civics is not activism. You do actions by going to vote. But civics is understanding the structure of your country. Legislative, judicial, and the powers 
of the executive branch, which is the President of the United States, understanding what they, they have the ability to do or not do. That's what civics is. Other brands of reformers say that we need a far better traditional civics. American government classes, which teach you in a classroom the mechanics of government, the history, intellectual history behind the founding, the evolution of constitutional liberty within America, and the nuts and bolts you need to be a real reliant citizen. That's the truth. That's it. That's what civics is. Being a citizen of the greatest nation that was ever created. Nothing to do with activism. Nothing to do with politics. Don't care who you want to be mayor or who you want to be president. This is the process. That's what civics is. This is not what they want. They want to change it completely and brainwash our children with civics classes focusing on a ideology which the Democrats are complete communists. That's what they want. They want to put this ideology, which they have already done in the higher education realms, but they want to put it in all the schools. Thank God there is an organization, a great organization. Again, I do the research so you don't have to. And it's called the National Association of Scholars. It is a nonprofit organization. It is not associated with the teachers' unions, none of that. Or college professors that are associated with the extreme ideology of communism. And this is what they have to say. Celebrating America. Celebrating America based on how the country was formed. This is what needs to be taught every single day. American education once emphasized the positive elements of our nation's key people, places, and ideas. Not how bad it is, but how good it is. The positive, which is what it is. George Washington was faithful and could not tell a lie. Abraham Lincoln was honest Abe and freed the slaves. American exceptionalism was counted as a positive vision, a patriotic love of the country. That's the difference in what they want to put in the civics today. They want our citizens to hate this country. This emphasis has faded into recent years, replaced by pedagogy that teaches American values as outdated and American institutions as problematic. What would it look like? Think about it. What would it look like if we taught American history and other topics from a perspective aimed at building support for our nation values, institution, and history? We'd go right back to what America really is. Overnight, within 10 years, 
we would be back into the truth of America and the freedom of every citizen if we just do this, teach these kids appropriate civics and the love of this country and eliminate, absolutely eliminate any globalist ideas from our education system. It's not going to be easy, but it can be done with the help of God. Got to remember that. Man cannot change America. We must go to God and ask him to help us to get back to the values that he established in the beginning of this country. You see, the National Association of Scholars is producing a series on this particular topic. So go to nas.org and search for Celebrating America webinar series from the National Association of Scholars. These events are intended to present America to students and the general public by engaging with American history, true American history, literature, art, and culture, and presenting these in a dynamic way to listeners with an eye to showcasing faucets of America that make our nation truly exceptional. We need to go back to teaching our students about the greatness of America, even as it is falling. Teach them about the greatness of their ability to be anything they want to be, to have any job, to progress, to become a millionaire. You cannot do that in other countries unless you're attached to their government. Here, freedom and the ability to progress has nothing to do with the government today. Don't know what's going to happen in the next 10 years. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. I ask you to please share it with your friends and your family so they can get the truth. I do the research so they don't have to. All they got to do is spend 30, 35 minutes of their life listening to the gunny, and they will get more education on what is actually happening in this country, good, bad, or indifferent, than if they read articles for three days. Because I go out there, get the important information so we can understand together as patriots in our minds so that we can see with our eyes and our hearts and our souls what is actually going on and how we can fix this. We must stand up in our districts, in our counties, in our state, and elect and select the right people to be mayors, to be police chiefs, etc., that have America's values and civics in their heart. This is the only way we're able to change the minority, the vast minority of this country back to understand what they really have and what they will be given up if this country turns communist.
Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. This is The Gunny. Out. Make a Ford and a Chevy It'll still last ten years Like the should The best of the free life Is still yet to come And the good times ain't